2: What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Hears for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going?
1: I'm great. I just finished my tea before it got past the point where it would be too cold to drink.
2: Yeah, th- I think there's nothing more embarrassing than having a cold tea. It's like, I've kind of let you down here.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, that was that was lovely about mm. 15 minutes ago.
2: Are, are now, we losing
1: anyone who's not Irish in this conversation? I, I think everyone can avail of tea. <laughs> yeah. Everyone can enjoy it. Everyone it loves legal? a good cup of tea. Is it
2: legal everywhere?
1: Is tea... I think... Now, look, depending yeah. on... Uh, whether like, it's medicinal or not
2: Yeah, I know is, But is tea legal in say I don't know America
1: <laughs> Americans shout out in the chat If you <laughs> are allowed to drink tea <laughs> You love a tea party in Boston
2: I, I, yeah, I don't have any tea or coffee For I'm just sitting here I'm ready to go shot. I don't need any ulterior energy sources All I have ulterior. is my best pal Sean
1: Oh, that's quite nice. You haven't drank in days, have you?
2: Oh, no, I've gone on lots of drugs, though. Just I've really tried oh. to uh, fill in the gaps.
1: Fill in the liquid with meth, yeah. OK. Yeah,
2: so, shall, what? this is Weird News Wednesdays. What do we do here other than normally talk shite?
1: You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world and you're about to read them all out to me, a man who has been hiding under several rocks in mm-hmm. the hopes of avoiding any weird news until every Wednesday evening when you regale me with it.
2: And uh, not only were you sit hiding under several rocks, under several, um, one of them was the rock. So, I mean, you know some pretty big deal. Like, you know some big stars.
1: That's true. And look, I was comforted while I was there.
2: <laughs> oh, he's pretty big. It's so soothing. He's so nice. Um, so, Sean, we're going to start off weird news this week with two people that did not have a nice time. I know you are after, you're having a lovely old, grand old type hanging out with Dwayne Johnson. But, Sean, yes. two criminals, they did not have the best time. And I would say that they're quite unlucky. It's possibly the most unlucky you can get during a crime. So, Sean, I'm going to ask you before we start, is you're in the process of committing an illegal act, okay?
1: Oh, okay. Right.
2: But, um, don't tell. Don't, don't, I'm not telling anyone. Whoever's listening to this, stop. Stay, keep <laughs> show, right? short, right? Um, you're in the middle of committing a legal act. And then, what's the worst thing that you could do that would lead to you ultimately being arrested? Livestream it. Livestream it's pretty good. Along the same lines, I'm thinking more old school.
1: More old school. Call the police. Rob a police station. World's Uh,
2: unluckiest burglars arrested after pocket-dialing police during robbery.
1: (laughs) Pocket-dialing. What?
2: How unlucky can you get?
1: Probably. That's ridiculous.
2: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, this is only one of them. Which means, in my head, I immediately thought, what did the other one think? Imagine the stare. When the other one looks at him like, you what? You sat on your fucking phone and you accidentally called the one people that could arrest us.
1: Yeah, like... The realisation that you have to confess to this is worse than the knowledge that the police are coming.
2: Two hapless burglars have been arrested in the UK after accidentally pocket-dining the police during their crime. An officer in Staffordshire, central England, labelled the thieves the world's unluckiest burglars and likened them to the ill-fated crooks in the movie Home Alone. (laughs) I mean... Oh no. I don't know if that's the highest tier of criminals you can be compared to. Uh, well,
1: they're persistent. I will say that, yes. They, look, they always get their comeuppance, but they never learn from their mistakes, can't and
2: it? they and they they're unkillable.
1: Those those men are cursed to immortality,
2: correct? Uh, We all know that. Bricks and everything, nothing stops them. Um, So he said one of the pair mistakenly sat on his phone and rang 999, the UK's emergency number, allowing officers to hear the whole crime in progress and ultimately listen in on their colleagues arresting the duo. (laughs)
1: Oh, so it was the whole time. This is like <laughs> that time Mark Ruffalo leaked uh, Thor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the first 10 minutes of Thor Ragnarok. Just, oh, okay, and. So were they,
1: like, live commentating their own robbery, being like, and here we are at the 7 Eleven on Fifth Street.
2: They'll never catch us, the fucking fuzz, more like the dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's your band name isn't it the dickheads <laughs> yeah, the, like, it's just the two of them just having good. and how's the mother is the mother okay I know she's in hospital now ward 17 down the road and I know she has a heart condition what's it Ma- Mrs Mrs. O'Shea Yep. Yeah, no I do yeah she's a lovely lady now uh, where does the what does she just got
1: something got really personal like, and it was just like yeah I've been feeling really low man thanks thanks yeah. for bringing me in on this one uh, it's, it's nice to feel wanted S-
2: Susan won't talk to me at home anymore you know where we live just just at the house past the the red shop there on Ford. do you know, do you no, know that no that, you uh, that don't that know helps?
1: I'll give you my postcode no, no, don't honest, you worry
2: honestly here look I'll write it down for you get a tattooed on your arm just so you forever remember <laughs> this one crime we've committed you just
1: hear a tattoo machine firing up <laughs>
2: the guys at the other end like we can't arrest them yet they technically have not committed a crime they brought their own tattoo machine (laughs) (laughs) we have to wait till they take some objects of worth rather than just do tattoos in a random area
1: this is like was it actually how do you pocket dial on a modern phone though
2: I mean, because, is there not the thing of like if you're on the if you lock your phone and you open it back up, there's always a button for emergency calls at the bottom.
1: I guess, but but like I've locked my phone here, I don't have that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, all I see is your face on WhatsApp. <laughs> uh, that's a bit distressing to me. Maybe I should call the emergency <laughs> I d- services. I thought d- 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 d-
2: you were going to say all you see is my face on like your f- wallpaper.
1: Oh, no, 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 not my wallpaper, Connor. You're you're on my case.
2: Oh, well, yeah, no, you're the same with me. Yeah, I would never uh, have a wallpaper with you. That's ridiculous. Mm, That would be weird.
1: If my my room was literally wallpapered? Hide the
2: shrine. Hide the fucking shrine. Move it away. (laughs) (laughs) When are you coming back, anyway? (laughs) What's going on? What's what's
1: happening? How are you?
2: (laughs) Um, Sean, what do you think these... Like, when the cops show up, like, they have got to go through the moment where they're like, how the fuck did they know? And then, one of them has the realisation.
1: Do you think as cops that they they wouldn't tell? Like, they would just be like, hmm, let, let them just think that we always know.
2: I, yeah, I suppose. Like, but one of them, like, the two of them, even if they get arrested, are being taken away. And one of them has to check his phone. And when he opens it, like, the call is active. With 999 written in And he must look at it And there's a moment where he's like That's fucking weird And then his eyes go wide And he just slowly looks up at his partner And he's just like Do I fucking tell him? Oh well if I tell him he's going to kill me
1: He's gonna blame me for this. <laughs> yeah, so they, somehow, this'll definitely be my fault. So
2: it's always my fault. What about him? <laughs> like no. Actually, this one's definitely my fault. To be honest with you, lads.
1: This is like I deserve everything that's coming to me. Here.
2: Yeah. Um, do you think they have a case if they go to you know any sort of court? Do you think the judge will like? Well, they did say they were innocent.
1: That yeah. Well, I also think that the. The police probably recorded that call just to confirm uh, mm. the amount of illegal things happening. Um, I'll be honest, Connor. If it does go to court, I think there'll be a lot of laughter <laughs> from the judge. There'll be a lot of Ah ye feckin' egots." John then, Owen
2: John Owen who's the chief inspector, he said we received a call detailing all of their antics up to the point of hearing our patrols arrive to arrest them. <laughs> <laughs> So,
1: it was like they were listening to War of the Worlds or they're something. Just,
2: they're just listening and then they just hear the sirens. And they're like, oh, we may hang up now. I mean, the fun's over. The boys are there.
1: So, yeah, we don't, we don't want to listen to our friends' work.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a bit weird. That is a bit weird. Um, so, if you think of committing a crime, I think our only tips here from the podcast are put the phone away, maybe turn it off, because all they're going to do is probably... Maybe listening on the whole cry because you might accidentally ring them.
1: Yeah, maybe may, airplane mode, lads. Like.
2: Oh! Um, you know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Put airplane mode on airplanes committing crimes. That's. everyone knows that.
1: And then, bonus, you have an escape route because your phone is an airplane now.
2: <laughs> do you. Do, do you think. oh lord. Do you I, think. I've thrown several
1: phones off of clips.
2: <laughs> Fly, my pretties! Be free. <laughs> it's a Samsung 747. And he's second now.
1: That's quite a good joke,
2: <laughs> We don't normally get them. Um, so, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And, Sean, this story is only here for one particular paragraph. Now, I know that you're going to know when it comes up. And I'm very okay. interested to hear your reaction. So... I have man jailed after snoring loudly at McDonald's.
1: Okay, doesn't not the most outlandish title we've ever had? No. And um, now it's it's bad form, certainly.
2: Well, what if I told you he was in the drive <laughs> <laughs> thru that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the 28-year-old 20, man was arrested after snoring loudly, and this is in their own words, and apparently sleeping behind the wheel in a McDonald's drive through lane, an affidavit states. The case of the dozing dude began about 3.47 a.m. When an Indian River County Sheriff's deputy went to a McDonald's in a 700 block, everyone's favourite block, uh, for a suspicious vehicle, a deputy spied a man in a Ford pickup parked just at the top of the drive-thru lane, snoring loudly.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> the, so he he made it to the... Wait, when you said the top of the drive-thru lane, like near the window where he was? I, I, I can only assume he was near
2: the window, yes.
1: So he fell asleep on the way through the drive through
2: <laughs> so, Something happened when he gave his order To move 10 yards down the lane And he just said, nah, fuck it There's no point
1: jo- jo- Yeah, just like er, or he ordered all that chloroform
2: Yeah <laughs> He's like, open oh, a chloroform with the Big Mac I'll see if that's a good combination Tell you what, I'll do the chloroform first Big Mac, second bite
1: there we go, just how they enjoy it in Paris. <laughs>
2: now Sean, McDonald's it does say in the next paragraph, McDonald's does not have a sleep through lane. So Oh
1: very good. <laughs> but
2: Sean, this paragraph I think you're going to really like. So sometimes sometimes journalists they have to reach a word count, don't they, Sean?
1: Oh no. <gasps> don't this they? is the worst form of journalism.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, what is our favourite thing to cover on this show?
1: It's when, uh, to reach like, the top of the search engines, online journalists in particular will single in on one point of the story and then explain that in detail, like down to the definition of the word sometimes. To, to a
2: pointless degree that we all don't need explained to us because what happens normally is like something mad happens and they write about it and then these journalists are like, well, I've written about it, but I still have another 150 words to go. So I need to fill it in.
1: Okay, and I'm, I'm trying to think what they would, like, pick out in this story.
2: Yeah.
1: Is it the concept of a drive
2: through <clears throat> Snoring is the hoarse or harsh <laughs> sound that occurs <coughs> when air... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 fucking easy.
2: Snoring is the hoarse or harsh sound that occurs when air flows past relaxed tissues in your throat, causing the tissues to vibrate as you breathe, According to the Mayo Clinic website, <laughs> snoring can be caused by a number of factors, such as the anatomy of your mouth, your sinuses, alcohol consumption, allergies, a cold, and even, possibly, your weight. So now that My we gosh. have that down, I think we, I mean, now I know. Firstly, when he said he was snoring in the drive-thru then, I thought, funny story, I don't quite grasp the concept of what's happening. I
1: can't relate to this. I don't know <laughs> what all the information's about.
2: I know a drive thru That's a much easier concept to understand than snoring.
1: I. I. I and. <laughs> what website is the source for this so I can block it from all of my searches?
2: I'll never tell. <laughs> no um, but the next line sean is even worse right so you've got the you've got the definition of snoring and i mean i feel like you can up- if i gave you a million guesses because they've got the concept of snoring down but they still have maybe 40 words left or maybe 20 words oh. left so you need one more sentence to really drag it out they're just short and if I give you a million guesses, you could never guess where this next slide goes. Because it references a movie. Please, Sean. <laughs> Go on. Movie. I'll give you one guess. It's a story of a man snoring in a drive-thru lane.
1: Okay, a man snoring in a drive-thru lane. Movie. Something to do with sleep, maybe?
2: Mm. Mm. Uh, doctors?
1: Not doctors. Sleep. Um, oh, is it Super Size Me?
2: the man seemed to be sleeping in the drive-thru and then in the worst just the worst transition to something else I've ever read not even a full stop as opposed to sleeping with the enemy a 1991 movie starring (laughs) Junior Roberts What? what what's the link there they just needed words And there's words in that sentence. But and
1: now if anyone googles Sleeping with the Enemy, Julia Roberts, that article is more likely to come up.
2: And everyone knows that movie gets searched a million times a day. Oh, that's
1: there there's a server in Google dedicated that's, to that movie.
2: That's my home page. When I go on, it's the Wikipedia for Sleeping with the Enemy, the nineteen ninety one movie starring Julia Roberts.
1: That's I. This is the worst form of, This is worse than the one that just described Hats for four paragraphs
2: <laughs> I don't know I really like the hat one But yeah I mm, I think it's a close one I think this one gets it just from the single sentence of The man seemed to be sleeping in the drive-thru As opposed to sleeping with the enemy A 1991 movie Starring Julia Roberts I think that sentence alone deser- I wouldn't have used this story Other than that line <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what that's what made it for you
2: <laughs> I read and I went, That's the worst piece of journalism I've ever seen Sean needs to hear this
1: <laughs> I can't suffer alone
2: <laughs> <laughs> But then Sean What happens You go through two paragraphs Where you fill the lot of type You have to get back to the story What's And so very quickly They go very They veer violently into Meanwhile The man woke And the deputy asked for his licence Oh, oh! I thought the story was done. Mm. Story isn't done. God. That was in the middle of it. That was just a little bit of a taster.
1: Right. Okay. And so, did, what was it? Was the man? He was arrested, obviously. Um, um, but the, did he do something to the deputy?
2: The man says, "I don't have one. Go fuck yourself." He said to the deputy.
1: Do that will. <laughs> generally get you in trouble
2: <laughs> back-to-back comments not great um, his truck smelled of booze and his speech was slurred um, and now to be fair he's driving through a mcdonald's drive through at 10 to 4 in the morning
1: so you're saying you're mm. implying what there connor
2: i'm saying he probably might have had a few
1: a f- that's, yeah. A few driving lessons yeah. And now he, he's hungry after them
2: He told investigators He drank six to eight beers At a bonfire earlier in the night And also had Rum Runners A cocktail involving rum <laughs> Oh that,
1: that gives me no more information Than the name Rum Runners does
2: <laughs> I like that they don't Put a paragraph in for Rum Runners Just for snoring yeah, of all the
1: things you could fucking pick to describe.
2: Sean, what do you think of this story? Is journalism dead? Is this man a crazy person for sleeping in the drive-thru? What has occurred uh, that he was awake when he ordered and sleep when it came?
1: I'm really not sure, because sh- like, even six or eight beer and rum runners in... Mm. Surely all you want is food at that point.
2: Yeah, you're, like, dying for food. But there's been many stories I've heard of many of my friends who would order, like, a big kebab, take it home, and then just go to sleep. And then wake up the next morning and the house stinks of kebab.
1: That Look, the, what you've done there, you've <laughs> described Sean. And... <laughs> There's not, look there's nothing better than waking up beside a kebab that's all I say <laughs>
2: there's literally nothing worse <laughs> at like 8 o'clock in the morning and I can only see your mouth's really dry you have a headache and you just yeah, look to just your the, left what did I take home with me last? Who? what lovely lady did I bring home look to your left and it's a fucking kebab
1: <laughs> you get the smell of the taco sauce straight in <laughs> uh, the, the onions are there <laughs> waking you up
2: and you think that's breakfast I think I've nailed it. I've already got the breakfast ready.
1: Don't even have to leave the bed, lads. <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus Christ, <laughs> Sean! Is this man? Is it, was he just? He was really hungry, but it was just one one four minute drive too many.
1: Yeah, and if he had if he had just lasted another maybe thirty seconds. He could have eaten, refueled, and drove home while under the influence. Nice yeah. and safe.
2: <laughs> nice and safe, and we never would have had to hear about snoring. So, Sean, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and this is this is a strange one because it's a bit of a mystery. We don't know what happened to these people, and they are Florida people, shot. So, oh, okay. Um, but it's Florida people on tour.
1: Oh, they're, they're they've travelled.
2: Yeah. Um, so I have two Delta passengers open door of moving plane and slide out with a dog at LaGuardia Airport.
1: Ah, LaGuardia Airport, yes.
2: <laughs> everyone's uh, favourite airport.
1: Everyone's favourite airport. Um, so, okay, so just to set my mind at ease here, the dog is fine, right?
2: Uh, the dog is still alive. All three are still alive. The story is that Florida people, they've gone on tour and then they decided they didn't want to be on the plate anymore. But, like, it was already moving. So then you're in a weird position where they think, well, it's moving, but we also, we don't want it. So, yeah,
1: and if we leave now, we're kind of stuck here.
2: Yeah, but but also if we leave this another 10 seconds, we'll be in the air and we're definitely stuck.
1: Yeah, and it's probably not going that fast, right?
2: <laughs> Two passengers on a Delta flight bound for Atlanta opened the cabin door and activated the slide to exit the plane while it was taxiing to a runway at the airport on Monday morning. A large service dog also deplaned with them. Deplaned. Deplaned. <laughs> deplaned. <laughs> um, CNN has not been able to confirm details about the dog deplaning. <laughs> What's well, a mystery. Where's the dog?
1: He's flying the plane
2: But in reporting the parents' charges uh, Fort Authority of New York And New Jersey spokeswoman Lennis Valens Great name um, Said a dog accompanying the two Was taken to a Brooklyn animal shelter So they did find the dog with them
1: Okay good Well I'm glad that the dog is okay Mm. I'm glad no one got hurt Yeah Uh, My question is Did no one try and stop them from opening the door?
2: I um, See, Florida people, they're strong Florida man is very strong And he's combined with Florida woman
1: That's, oh, that's true It's a team up for the age It's like Batman and Wonder Woman fighting together
2: Very similar So Antonio Murdoch and Brianna Greco of Florida Each face charges of third degree criminal trespass um, Murdoch was additionally charged with second degree criminal mischief Um, Greco The best
1: thing to be charged with He's
2: got done with the mischief charge You never want to get done with mischief
1: Bit of shit house for him more likely
2: Greco was provided as a receipt To retrieve the dog Casey Johnson, a Manhattan resident Flying home to his family in Panama City Beach Florida Told CNN he switched seats with the couple And their dog at the gate beforehand So Casey's our He's our eyes and ears on the ground Johnson said The couple were pleasant and nothing appeared out of the ordinary to him during their interaction, he said. He called the man identified as Murdoch soft-spoken and he seemed very nice.
1: Well, appearances can be deceiving. Mm. This is a man who would clearly... He would have jumped out of that plane at any altitude, I think. (laughs)
2: Any altitude. Murdoch asked to switch seats with Johnson, he said, so they could have the last aisle of the plane to accommodate their dog. So far, so good. And, I mean, Casey Johnson, he's going to say, no, it's absolutely fine. Have my seat, I'll swap with you.
1: Yeah, very accommodating man.
2: The plane was mostly full, except for middle seats left open, per Del- Delta's uh, policy because of the global bastard. Minutes later, however, the couple moved again, several rows forward, Johnson said. I do actually remember thinking, well, you guys just asked me to swap roles with you because you wanted to be in the back. And now all of a sudden you decided you want to be in the front, he said. So he's confused.
1: And look, he's allowed to be confused, but he doesn't understand... ...that these Florida people have things that they want... ...and no one is going to take that away from them.
2: <laughs> Johnson, who was wearing headphones... ...as the plane taxied to the tarmac... ...later noticed a commotion... ...so the plane is moving... ...and he just he's looking out the window... ...he's like, ah, we'll be setting off soon... ...headphones on, just playing a bit of music... ...what can you do... Um, ...and then he just notices something to his left... ...and there's a fight... ...and the next thing I know... ...I look up while we're moving... ...and I just see... ...I see lots of people standing up and screaming... And several people fighting over a door. And I see, like, four people running towards the front of the plane. And at this point, those must have been passengers that were were running to try to, like, stop the person. So, other passengers had to get up to run after them to be like, No, don't! (laughs) Don't open the door!
1: If you want something done right, you have to do it yourself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Johnson said, noting he didn't witness the pair and the dog as they jumped off the plane, yet did see that the emergency exit at the front of the plane near the cockpit was open. Uh, Johnson said the pilot told passengers over the cabin speakers that the slide had been deployed. That's a good sentence, and the door was opened. But they not... That's
1: such a sorry. That's quite a whimsical sentence the, for <laughs> for, for a situation that's an emergency. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you think he was like over the the speaker? And he's like the slide has been deployed. Now I'm not being a fucking joke. I'm not. I'm not having a laugh here. I'm saying Kids, we're
1: stuck do not on, do not get excited about this
2: We're stuck on the tarmac I'm sorry to sound whimsical when I say it But the slide has been deployed <laughs> The co-pilot is just like Just say it another way man No I'll say it the way I want to Greg Fuck sake The me.
1: seesaw will be here shortly <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, so Johnson said the plane sat on the tarmac for more than an hour afterwards Um, nobody knows why Murdoch and Greco exited the plane but they are they are Florida people so Sean my question is to you is they're at the gate they ask Johnson to swap seats so they sit at the back with their dog everything seems fine but Mm -hmm. at some stage between then and getting to the tarmac and the plane starts to roll off they decide we no longer want to be in this plane. What occurred in between to lead them to run to the front of the plane, open the emergency exit with the slide, the slide has been deployed, and slide down it onto the tarmac with their dog? Uh,
1: I'm not sure. Like Maybe it's the feeling of, you, you know when you get on, if you've ever gotten on a train and you realise, oh, it's, I got on the wrong platform, it's going the opposite direction to where I need to be. And then at least you say, Oh look! I'll just get off at the next stop. Mm. But there's no stops really on a plane, is there?
2: I suppose the next stop is Atlanta.
1: And if they're trying to get to, uh, okay, I don't, I didn't, I, I, when I started that sentence, I thought a sudden knowledge of American geography would just appear <laughs> in my head.
2: If they're uh, trying to get to Florida,
1: but and and they're leaving from LaGuardia, which is in New York, yes, uh, then.
2: Oh, and it's a completely wrong direction. Oh, everyone knows it's the opposite direction. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're laughing at us, tell us where our counties are. I'd be very intrigued. (laughs)
1: Locate us by accent. Try it.
2: (laughs) It's tough. Thank God I'm not from Cork. (laughs)
1: Oh God, this, you can't hide, you can't hide the car <laughs> accent, which is good, Sean, it's a beautiful accent, I'm not saying anything.
2: <laughs> Sean, what, what is the what is the cause here? What do Florida man and woman know that everyone else didn't know?
1: Are you suggesting that they knew something about the plane?
2: <laughs> I think the left phalange was off.
1: Right, okay, have you ever seen the Harrison Ford film Air Force One? Eh, uh, Yes. Okay, just imagine that they knew that was going to happen.
2: they knew they looked at their left and Harrison Ford was there. oh fuck because they're like it was fucking real. I knew it was real
1: that that documentary it's happening again. <laughs>
2: Um, So yeah, Florida man and woman They've been on travels Now I do have many Florida man stories From in Florida this week as well This is one of those weeks where Florida men went on tour And then they also He came home and he decided to cause havoc there too Okay.
1: Well, let's hear let's hear about those escapades. I'm sure they're all reasonable. There's an explanation for everything, Connor.
2: Florida man lands in jail after using fire extinguisher to dry off. <laughs> <laughs> I like why? that you're his lawyer. He's <laughs> just
1: like, "Why why did you think that would work?"
2: Just, just rubbing your temples. He's like, "Judge, everything can be explained. Like all these things are just ridiculous. There's clearly a reason for everything, and this man clearly didn't do anything wrong. They're just like he dried himself off with a fire extinguisher, right? That's going to be tough to defend. I will admit, I will admit you might yeah. have.
1: L- looking at it like what? Oh, where's the logic in that? Because a fire extinguisher is used to extinguish fires, something which is quite hot and dry. Leading me to believe that a fire extinguisher would be almost the opposite of something (laughs) that would dry you.
2: It would make you, like, a bit, I don't know, just a bit damper.
1: A bit bit more damp. Did it say what type of fire extinguisher it was?
2: I mean, a big red one. What what are you thinking? Was
1: it, like, the foam? Was it the powder? Could it be used on an electrical fire?
2: A Florida man who... And this the star of this paragraph really tells you a lot of where we are intellectually with Florida Man. A Florida man who was on fire was arrested Tuesday night after police say he sprayed himself with a fire extinguisher in an attempt to dry himself off. Florida State University police found David Mann, 54, on the top floor of a parking garage with an extinguisher and covered in powder, the Tallahassee Democrat reported.
1: Okay, so it was powder, which. Was he wet? Was he, like, damp at all?
2: Man told police he had been drinking and he fell asleep and then fell in water and then when he woke up, so he fell asleep. He got drunk, fell asleep, and then afterwards fell into water when he woke up.
1: (laughs) Just he fell asleep beside a big puddle.
2: Mm, And then just rolled over. No, he was on, like, a cliff edge over a massive canyon of water. Just like a, a reservoir. Just like tur- rolled but, over a yeah, lake.
1: He fell asleep on a diving board.
2: Yeah. <laughs> ah, num, <nom>, <laughs> for a bit of a snoozy snooze. Um, so he wakes up and he's covered in water shot and he's thinking, fuck, I could easily pass by all those towel shops in town. There's loads of them. But that one fire extinguisher shop, that's the place for me.
1: <laughs> How many... Towel shops? Do you think exist on? I was thinking.
2: I think there's a niche in the market. (laughs) I'm thinking of starting one up myself. Oh,
1: okay. Well, uh, good luck with that. Mm. (laughs) But this man has decided. Did he have immediate access to a fire extinguisher? He must have.
2: He said he was using the fire extinguisher to try to dry himself off, which implies to me that he just woke up and there was a fire extinguisher there. And then he thought, this is clearly the best course of action.
1: I'll blow the water off of me, correct?
2: Mm, Smart. (laughs) He was charged with interfering with firefighter equipment. Firefight? Wait. So he stole it from the firefighters?
1: Oh, that's even more illegal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought he had an extinguisher. If he went out of his way to go to a station with firemen and women in it... And then decided to, you know, turn up. i just be like, sure, they won't need this. Sure, I'll, I need this more than they do.
1: Uh, sure, what are they going to do with it? Nothing. I'll be dried off.
2: <laughs> I'll be dried off. No fires set. I'm absolutely delighted with myself. Sean, is Florida Man the smartest of us? Or maybe he's just the worst person to defend in court?
1: I, I mean, the lawyers must be exhausted at this point.
2: How do you get him off? is my question
1: oh i I think you would have to somehow convince the jury he woke up on fire
2: <laughs> Hear me out. what if he woke up and he was already ablaze?
1: Just we've all been there mm. you know we 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 catch fire. Do you, do, then, do you know
2: when you're in bed in the summer and you like, wake up and you're like sweating and it's just clammy? It's like that but with actual flames. And,
1: you know, if, if when you're on fire, every towel looks like a fire extinguisher. Isn't that what they say?
2: <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? And the judges just look at him like, no,
1: <laughs> that's not, not what it is. No.
2: That's not even nearly close. Um, Sean, maybe he was setting himself, or he was covering himself in fire extinguisher um, in preparation for becoming on fire.
1: Do you think he was intending to start some fires? Because that's a whole other trial that we'd have to do. No,
2: I think he was just worried about um, combustion.
1: (laughs) Yeah he's, he's often worried about Combustion
2: <laughs> I don't think a lot of us put enough in thought Into what if I combust it right now And this guy He's clearly taken outside the box
1: he, he's, Or outside the Canister <laughs> What What's it called Is it a bottle No <laughs> A tank Is it a tank A, a tankard a tankard A full tankard Of powder A full powder. Tankard,
2: A full A bottle No way uh, I, I no, no I think it's a tankard no. I was, I was going to go for something else But I do think it is a tankard Or a trough A trough of fire extinguisher stuff
1: A trough Mm. Just shovel in that onto a burning building
2: <laughs> They wheel up the trough And then the fire extinguisher la- Or the fire of men and women look at each other And then one of them picks it up at one end And one of them picks it up at the other end And just like tips it over into the fire Oh James, <laughs> we didn't reach very high up
1: Ah <laughs> uh, well look we did our best
2: <laughs> The ground floor is done boys <laughs> Our job finished <laughs>
1: Sure fire rises it, It'll never touch that ground floor again <laughs>
2: The, the whole top is just black. We've nailed it, lads. I think we've actually done that really well.
1: The, the, we've 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 hit that one. It's a home run. Look at yeah. it go.
2: Um, Okay, we're going to move on to Toronto now, Sean. Now, I know I have two more Florida men's stories to come, but Toronto was also the home of a very strange story this week that I felt like we needed to talk about, and that was Toronto man charged an absurd heist involving suitcase full of meat.
1: Oh, Mm. okay. So a heist involving a suitcase full of meat. Time sensitive, first of all. Yeah. you know that that's not going to stay in that suitcase forever.
2: It's not going to be good after a while.
1: It, it's not. So, what was the heist about? What's the heist element of this?
2: In one of the more bizarre busts of late, two men were caught stealing from a grocer, and not just any old food staples, but a whole bunch of meat, specially, specifically, for some reason. Um, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Um, T- TPS issued a release this week about the crime in which the perpetrators entered a store near Kiel and Dundas West and began very quickly taking meat products off the shelves and placing them into a suitcase they brought with them from home
1: Okay mm. So...
2: And and it, in full view of everyone, is it? Just, you walked into the store. You said, I'll be having a bit of that. I like steaks. I'm glad we brought the suitcase from home. It's empty as fuck. Open the suitcase up in the middle of the store floor and just begin piling it in. Just fill it, fill that with some bit of mate. <laughs> and bit of mate.
1: Wheel uh, it up then straight to the exit and just keep going.
2: Just, they'll never find out. There's nothing quieter Than a suitcase
1: <laughs> What if it was like An old school Like leather trunk That they filled
2: <laughs> What well, if afterwards They looked at each other Like oh fuck I hope we're, I think we're a KG over I don't want them to charge us I don't want them oh, To fucking d- charge us
1: I didn't pay the extra It won't, oh, fit, in no, it it won't. fit in the cage It won't fit in the cage
2: We may have ribs tonight We may have the fucking ribs tonight Because there's no we, way i can. have them
1: on the way Out the door <laughs> yeah
2: when confronted by a staffer on the scene which makes sense if you're working in that store you see two random men walk in with a suitcase proceed to open it up and just begin to take raw meat from the shelves and put it into their case that's
1: worrying I would describe from a retail perspective you're
2: just going to look at it and just be like how do I approach this
1: You, you, you walk up you say hi can I help you with anything and no, then you, you walk they'll up and say, nice no. to meet you. Oh, very good. Very good. Uh, <laughs> and, you had a lot at stake on that joke. Um,
2: <laughs> and, and they say, no, we're fine. <laughs> we're, we're absolutely, honestly, we're grand.
1: Yeah, and then you've done, look, you've done all you can at that point. Uh,
2: <laughs> Clock off for lunch. Let's fucking crack on, lads.
1: <laughs> oh, I'd say early day. Early day home.
2: Um, one member of the duo um, decided that they didn't like the staffer who approached him asking what they were doing and began, hey. we- and began wielding a knife and making oh. threats.
1: Yeah, at that point, definitely mm. take the early day.
2: No. <laughs> just Everything that's occurred, he's just like, oh, fuck, I should have called in sick. Honestly, I need to go home.
1: My <laughs> boss, I am... Um... Not being here right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I might be here physically, but emotionally I'm all over the place, boss. I think it's best for the business if I leave. Um after which so they began making threats and wielding a knife. They were very into this meat. After which they were able to quickly flee to the airport, perhaps you may think, with an yes. array of steaks and pork chops in hand. Well, in a suitcase.
1: Yeah, they're not carry it's not carry on, like. let's
2: not get fucking <laughs> I didn't book a carry on, not a fucking stook, right? So what the
1: fuck is a stook?
2: A stook is a very Irish thing, i th- I thought maybe it's from my area. Yeah,
1: I've not heard that. That's great.
2: Um, a stook is just an idiot.
1: Oh, okay, stook. Um, I've, I've heard of someone being in a stook, and that's when they're like just angry and they their tick with you, like
2: no, uh, no. I, I th- this is just their tick.
1: They're, te- oh, they're, 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 a, they're a stook like
2: they're a stook yeah so oh, I'm, letting, I'm letting the world know some of the many colloquialisms from my area
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and they're gateway vehicle of chai shod so I know what you're they've, they've turned it's a heist so you're going to want a good getaway vehicle for what you're committing I mean it's a pretty big crime
1: it is the, the theft of meat is um, sacrilege I would and
2: say. they brought the suitcase which means they planned it out beforehand. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, it's 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 premeditated meat theft.
2: Exactly. So you would think we'll get the we'll get the driver ready, we'll get away. Well, their their vehicle of choice was an Uber to get away from the robbery.
1: And was the Uber waiting for them by any chance? <laughs> no,
2: no, it was not.
1: These are the things you need to plan for.
2: (laughs) Somebody just commented underneath this article. They just said, when you plan a meat heist, you might want to at least own a vehicle.
1: (laughs) I think that's a fair criticism of this this plan.
2: I think of all the criticisms. I think, step one, own a vehicle. Just, if you're going to commit a crime, you don't want to be bringing Ubers in.
1: No, if you need a getaway, make sure you can actually get away.
2: Mm. Now... Thankfully, um, the the police were able to identify one of the thieves, who was also apparently behind a number of other similar crimes in the area.
1: Wow, they're getting their money worth out of that suitcase.
2: The other suspect remains at large, so he is still out there searching for steaks and pork chops.
1: And surely they're selling them on, that they're not just... Keeping them in their freezer, right? I
2: mean, the, uh, show, yeah, the, they're not just, like, bringing them home, like, look what I got for dindins, huh? No.
1: <laughs> this is, we are going to eat well tonight and for the next <laughs> 18 months.
2: But not, probably not the next day, they'll probably go off. I, I told you I should have got the packaged meat. I keep getting the one from the butcher.
1: I just keep, i what I do, I put the suitcase under the meat grinder and just mm. grind it straight in.
2: <laughs> I do it manually. I don't want to be messing about with, like, going around packaging. I don't trust it. What's in it? I want the natural stuff.
1: I, I, I want it as God intended.
2: It <laughs> just gets home and, the, and his wife or his husband is just like, I've decided to go vegetarian for the month of January. I'm really trying to lose a few pounds. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, James. Oh, no. You are going to not like what I have in this suitcase. Oh, you going to hold it? No. No, I'm not. <laughs>
1: That's th- th- This is not the greatest thievery plan I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> um, so, Sean, I thought, okay, that's a pretty poor plan, but Florida Man always has a way to top what has occurred. And the last two stories of this week are really where Florida Man comes into his own. Okay? Because our first one is, Florida Man tries to pass off drugs as baking ingredients. Now, the
1: this depends on the drug, really, doesn't it? Because if it's like, I don't know, PCP, you're not passing that off as flour, <laughs> are you?
2: It's heroin. That is, um, that's how I'm making my gatto. I need all
1: these spoons.
2: <laughs> a, a traffic stop in Port St. Lucie ended with a man being arrested for having baking ingredients in his car. Jetro genius, who did probably did not live up to his name, was in a car pulled over around 3 a.m. on Saint Lucie Boulevard, Sean. Everyone's
1: favourite Saint.
2: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what, do I, I do either, something wrong? Will I read the Mayo Clinic paragraph back to you as punishment? as yeah, I will could, actually, please. <laughs> <laughs> the officer noticed genius a passenger in the car moving shiftily and something around by his feet. So he's not even the driver, and the police officer just looks in and he's immediately acting suspicious.
1: Not a good look when you're hiding. Sorry, baking materials. Ba- well, come under on, now the seat.
2: It's Mary Berry. I didn't tell him. This is this is Mary Berry's alter ego.
1: Just mad for mad for some crack.
2: <laughs> when police maybe when police discovered genius had an outstanding warrant for his arrest. He was taken out of the car. An officer's noticed a backpack on the front floorboard of the vehicle. Inside the backpack so they pulled the backpack out. The inside the backpack were A scale And two large bags Of a white and brown substance
1: Regular flour And wholemeal flour I mean
2: So far I'm pretty sure Like at that point He's got to come up With a story So They pull out the scales And they pull out A bag of white And brown substance And they just have The moment where They look at him And he has the moment Where he's making eye contact And he thinks I'm going to have to try and come up with a reason why I have a backpack full of scales and white powder.
1: Yeah, and uh, there, there's a couple of thoughts that must go through his head at that point. Number one, come clean. Confess that it's drugs. <laughs> Not an no, option in this I'm, case.
2: I'm, I'm Genius. <laughs> Never going to work.
1: Come on, Jethro, you can genius your way out of this one.
2: <laughs> He's rubbing his head. Come on, Jethro, you can do this. Um, genius said the items were sugar and a bag of cornstarch to bake a cake, obviously.
1: Obviously. That's, those are the only two things you need for cake.
2: That's true. <laughs> They're just like, what about the eggs and the milk? Pfft, officer. Fuck off. I'm going Vegan. <laughs> Um, Police said both substances were taken back to the station, Sean, and tested Now, I want you to guess what happened
1: Was it not sugar and corn flour?
2: It wasn't, it was caster sugar and self-raising flour
1: It's it's the cheats way of making cake.
2: Both substances tested positive for ecstasy (laughs) and had a combined weight of 300 grams.
1: Right, okay, I don't know the going rate, but that sounds like a
2: lot. I think that's more than enough ecstasy to have a good time.
1: (laughs) In your expert opinion, Connor, would you say that's enough ecstasy?
2: <laughs> that's that's how I sell drugs. <laughs> it was like is this enough? I in my opinion, that would be more than enough ecstasy to have a bit of crack. I think more you than work enough. Away. <laughs> you, you know what? I appreciate the honesty, sir. Please, can I have what four bags? <laughs> <laughs> um while at the j- jail, so he's been arrested and um I mean he what's happened is that yeah, he's been arrested he said there were scales for baking. He's not gotten away with it. However, while at the jail, genius then proceeded to drop another clear bag with a white powdered substance that tested positive for meth in it.
1: That, officer, is the secret ingredient.
2: <laughs> That's how you make it moist. You go know what I got, get that sponge, you know. You don't want to overdo it. It'll go all dry. You won't be able to eat it. I won't impress Paul Hollywood at all.
1: No, he'll call that... He'll, he'll call that an affront to God. <laughs> uh,
2: He's just like, I want the handshake, officer. I want the fucking handshake.
1: <laughs> the, um, and so, did he, has he been arrested? Is he on bail? Can he still go to work at the bakery?
2: Sean, that man is no longer working at the bakery. He has been arrested and he is sitting in a jail in Florida because... He gets pulled over, and I think the story becomes that... It's one of the stories we haven't heard yet, of scales and white powder. Nobody's attempted the baking lie. And I kind of appreciate that. And then this man, he's the one and only who's decided... he Maybe he did watch The Great British Bake Off on the side. And he was maybe watching a series of it, and then that was in his head when he when he got asked what the powder is.
1: Like... We 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 keep having to lower the bar, being like, surely they won't use this excuse. <laughs> no, t- but then they I always th- do.
2: I think the best one was the woman who had the drugs in her bag and said the wind blew it into the window.
1: Yeah, that was. <laughs> I I thought that was as bad as it could get.
2: <laughs> um, but Sean, we finish with one that I think will rival that woman who said the drugs flew into the window because Florida man. He has a history of... He's doing illegal things, right? But sometimes he gets away with it. But... For a while. Something minor happens. And he decides that he's going to call the police. Forgetting that he's also got a lot of uh, illegal stuff going on with himself.
1: Right, okay. So, there's two crimes involved. One of them that he did. One of them was done to him. Am I correct there?
2: That is correct. And... He just kind of forgets the fact that his crime is definitely a bigger problem.
1: Yeah, like murder is different than he scratched my car.
2: Florida man calls 911 about McDonald's order that wasn't right and says he has cocaine in his butt. Oh. <laughs>
1: there Any chance that the cocaine had worked its way into his bloodstream <laughs> and he wasn't thinking clearly?
2: <laughs> um, so, uh, gar- guards had called, or sorry, um, your man's name is Mustafa Guardi, and uh, Guardi had called 911 three times early last Wednesday morning from a McDonald's. In, on the Tamini Trail East, everyone's favourite trail on the East. He I was said, going to say
1: everyone's favourite cardinal direction. He,
2: he, he said they had gotten his burger order wrong twice. He rang them three times for two wrong burger orders. It means one call was him just saying, I'm about to call you in five minutes if they fuck up this Big Mac.
1: Yeah, this will be... You, look, all, all, I, all I can say is, officer, you better get there before I get mad.
2: Because <laughs> if they give me one with another fucking gherkin in it, I'm going to hit the fucking roof.
1: I will blow a, li- a lid.
2: <laughs> uh, when deputies arrive, so they've been called by him three times, remember. They were called by Florida Mad himself. And they arrived to the scene... And they say they um, arrived at the McDonald's. Employees said, Guardi had been yelling and cursing at staff over his mistaken orders, and they wanted him taken from the premises.
1: Oh, so the police showing up played right into their hands, really? Yeah.
2: Guardi said he wouldn't leave the building unless his burger was fixed.
1: So, oh, he didn't want a new burger. He wanted the burger that they fucked up. He wanted them to repair that.
2: Oh, well, like, there's no point in repairing a different burger. Like, I want you to do the same burger. I'm not touching somebody else's burger. Sir, we'll make you a fresh one. That's not what I want. I want this
1: one. It is. This is a matter of principle, officer. (laughs) I asked for this burger to be made.
2: So you think somebody raising this much ruckus or this much problem, Sean, he would have to be clean as a whistle. He'd have to have no crimes committed himself.
1: Full confidence in the law, I would say.
2: Mm. The deputy told him again that he had to leave. To which he said, "Fine, then take me to jail because I'm not leaving." He said as he raised his hands towards the deputy.
1: Right, okay. he's gone for the, the the chaotic route in in <laughs> resolving this. He's
2: like, I he went like full. I'm going to just like self destruct if unless I get my own way.
1: Yeah, I, I'll I'll take you down, I'll take me down mm. I do not care
2: The deputies escorted the disgruntled customer from the burger joint eventually And in the process they decided to just do a search of him Because he was raising a bit of an issue in a public area So they were probably going to give him a warning maybe Maybe just like send him home, just like fucking look after yourself Maybe set, fine him for what he was done. But upon searching his pocket, Sean, the deputy found marijuana folded into a napkin, firstly. And right. um, while he was being placed into the patrol car, he then admitted to having another drug tucked away in his arse.
1: <laughs> and, and this is the cocaine that you teased earlier <laughs> in the report.
2: raises the question, Sean. During all of that, he had cocaine in his arse. And he still called the police three times to get them to come and check out his crime.
1: He must have really wanted that burger fixed, though.
2: <laughs> How confident do you have to be? It's like, you you know that there's there's no way you don't know that cocaine is in your arse, 24-7. There's not a moment of the day where you forget it's in there. But when it's there, you do not call the gu- one people... That could cause, or the one group of people that could cause you to maybe go to jail, and would look down upon that. To then go, I have a very minor, small crime. I want you to check out.
1: Yeah, you would fly under the radar, surely.
2: Just chill. Yeah, Just like, as oh, as you got the burger rug. Ha ha! Is it all a laugh, sure. I'll have something else. Don't worry about it. I'll have, I'll have some
1: chicken nuggies. Yeah.
2: Guardi was taken to the Naples jail center but the deputy was told Guardi would need to be medically cleared before being admitted according to the report and um, so he was the EMTs arrived and he was loaded onto a stretcher watch what you do to me you will be sorry he said as he combated both deputy and medical help <laughs>
1: oh, fuck he's not He's too powerful for them.
2: <laughs> the deputy had to help Gwar- load Guardy on the stretcher a second time because he kept trying to get up. Leg shackles were finally placed on him and he was taken to Naples Community Hospital. While at the hospital, he continued to be aggressive towards healthcare workers and deputies who I'm sure are not stressed about other things happening right now.
1: No, I'm sure that they've had a very quiet week.
2: Yeah. I'll have your job. I'll sue you, he said. I'm from New York. Don't worry. I'll get you, he told them, according to the report.
1: Uh, why is being from New York a threat?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Just like, I'm from New York. Okay. That's C- cool. That's pretty cool. That's good. Geographically, that's a solid place to be from. Yeah,
1: you, you it's this is Florida. You're away from home, but hey, you're welcome here.
2: <laughs> at the time of the report, and remember all this is happening, at the time of the report, Guardy was still in the emergency room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So he's did, did, did Okay I'm going to ask a question Connor It might seem rude okay. Did they get the cocaine out of his arse?
2: They did get the cocaine out of his arse eventually But they never would have checked Unless he told them That's true They wouldn't have known to look So he was. they were just taking him away Because he was a crazy man But he was sticking by the fact That he didn't have cocaine in his arse Until then the officer takes him away And he's just like fuck it I may tell him it's embarrassing if they find it and I don't tell them.
1: It's it's weirder for me to not tell them there's cocaine in my
2: house. <laughs> I think that's something that doesn't naturally come up in conversation. You have to really drive it.
1: Yeah, you have to you have to instigate that. You need like that can't be discovered halfway through the chat.
2: And so what do you think of this Florida man, Sean? Is he just an idiot?
1: Yeah. Sorry, okay, more more in depth. Uh, <laughs> he has anger issues i think mm. and he can't just leave it well enough alone which is often the case with florida man that they'll be like they'll commit several crimes and get away with it and then they'll be driving around and one of their brake lights will be out and they'll get caught for that
2: yeah like we've had florida men who they their apartment was being searched for drugs and like all the right squadron there and then they would turn up with drugs in their pockets going what's going on here lads
1: just, and also, there's all these other things I need to talk to you about. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just like, surely, if you see them there, you throw the drugs away before approaching them. But Florida man can't help themselves; like they are the people that commit fifty crimes and then one minor thing happens to them, and they're like, "I better call the police. I have been wronged."
1: I have. There have been falsehoods done against me. Mm. I have never done anything wrong in my life ever.
2: Other than the drugs of my art. But that is completely harming myself. Exactly, I'm not hurting anyone else. <laughs> Unless I give them to someone else, that maybe. be. Um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Weird News Wednesdays.
1: What a week of weird news. There's been a lot of Florida Man. It's, I'm glad to see Florida Man surface again.
2: Flor- Florida Man has a few... He had a few quiet weeks over the Christmas period. And then he kind of veers back up in January.
1: Yeah, and now maybe... We'll have Florida Man on the regular, every hour of every day, uh, and then the world will explode.
2: Um, also, we are very excited to announce, just before we start finishing the show, is that in terms of our merch store, we are going to be having a 21% off um, sale happening from next week onwards. It's going to be on for four days, it's 21% off everything, and to coincide with that, we will be lodging two brand new designs on the store. Oh my god, yes. that's great
1: news Connor.
2: That is great news, so if you didn't want to get something because it just had the logo on it We now have, we're branching out We've got many different logos upcoming, they're already done I'm just waiting until that sale that goes active, launch them at the same day
1: So look forward to that everyone, the link yeah. to that is in the description of this episode uh, And I think it's on our, our social media and stuff as well
0: Yeah uh, it is, people yeah People
1: want to look into it that way Um and other than that, uh, will I take us out for the show, Connor? Please, thanks. Okay, here we go. Let's try this. So
2: <laughs> this is not his first week. I just want to make that
1: clear, guys. I'm just going to freestyle here. I'm going to see what happens. Just
2: going to try and figure it out. 351 episodes. Let's see what goes on.
1: So thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero. Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Thanks a million goes to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Green, Anna Helmroos, and Richard McGrew thank you all so so much for your continued support we really appreciate it if you want to join those fine people head on over to patreon.com slash for hire podcast as I said we're on all the social medias um, you can follow us on Facebook there's uh, Detective Divelman's discussion group um, good place to hang out and talk nerdy stuff with everyone um, or you can email us here's for hire underscore at outlook.com but I think that's about it Connor.
2: I think so so I've been Connor Longer